Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Cosign Conversations podcast. It's a special edition, Relationships with Money. I got my good homie, J.D. Daniels, with me today. We're going to be talking all things assets, cars, how to buy a car in your business name. He's going to give y'all some gems, some game, how to do that. And hopefully, he'll give me enough gems and games so I can go in there and get me this Mercedes Benz I've been talking about getting for the past two years. I know he's going to think I'm you know, full of crap, but we're going to get this going. My guy, how you doing today? I'm well, man. How are you? Man, I can't complain. Can't complain, bro. So, been offline. We've always been talking about, you know, uh, positioning yourself to get your business right, to buy a car in your business. Always. Always. So, before we get started, man, how long you been in the car game? Man, 14 years. Okay. 14 years. Uh, May will be 15 years. Hey. Yeah. Man, yeah. so yeah, I'm sure you've probably seen a lot. I've seen a whole lot, man. Okay. When, uh, when did you start seeing, like, People buying car in their business that has been throughout the whole 15 years, or is this like something that's been like a trend lately with the whole, you know, pandemic and people are starting to be more aware of different opportunities when it comes to, you know, finances and business? So I've always seen it, but I think over these last couple of years, I've seen it even more. Mm-hmm. I think just with the internet and content and just people learning more about what's possible and what's available to them, especially our generation. Yeah. Um, every year, towards the end of the year, <clears throat> you have businesses or, or business owners come in and try to get their write off. Uh, so they're trying to spend, hey, I need to spend 50000 I need to spend X amount of dollars. So they're doing that. So we get that. We get an influx of that every year. Okay. So normally I, I'd get three to five of those deals probably in December. But now I'm, I'm seeing two to four of them a month versus just at the end of the year. Got you. So um, I know you talked about write-offs. So, so basically if they buy a car in a business name, they can get they can write off that full expense. I want to say it's like full expense up front, right? But I know that they might stop that soon. So you purchase a, a car, $50,000. That goes to wait straight towards you know uh, expenses and write-offs, right? Absolutely, man, that's crazy. <laughs> it is, it is, and a lot of people don't know that, and a lot of people also don't know that um, vehicles above a certain weight, six thousand pounds, mm-hmm. you can write off the entire amount. So people don't know that. So I want to say I heard that. Uh, so what are some type of Mercedes that y'all carry? A G wagon, right? G wagon, G wagon, G wagon. I think it's like seventy six hundred pounds, something like that. Yeah. Are there any other Mercedes specific that you can think of on top of your head that's over six thousand that people? The GLS. GLS is the big full size SUV. It's a, okay. um, it's a three row, and then the GLE is another one. Okay. So basically, the SUV is over six thousand. Mm-hmm. The car is going to be a little under six thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's 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 get to it. let's talk about this process, man. Okay. So okay. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Cosign Enterprises LLC. Coming in. Okay. I want to get a car. Right. I don't, don't want to be the PG though. Okay. So how, walk me through that. So whenever you are dealing with um, Mercedes in particular, okay, they're going to want to see business history. They're going to want to see you that you've been in business X amount of years before they allow you to get away with not having a guarantor. Okay. So you know how many years that is? Is that two? Um, a lot of times, a lot of times, I think it's four plus. Okay. Now I'm speaking about Mercedes Benz Financial. For now sure. when you talk about other lenders, Ally Bank. Um, Huntington Bank, such and such, maybe even Bank of America, right? They'll allow you to do it at an earlier time. Okay. But again, it just all shows the level of you doing business, you know. Right. And, and and sometimes they may ask for more information. Mm-hmm. But as long as you can provide that, I don't see an issue. Okay. So, um, what, what's some type of information that they need to see? I'm sure they need to see business records. Right. Uh, they need to see uh, tax returns. Not always. Okay. Not always. You know, again, it just it goes to speak to the you know the history that you have because. If you have your articles of incorporation, obviously the forms that tie you to your business, we're gonna we're gonna run an entity search that, that ties you to the business that proves that you're an authorized agent to sign for it. Okay. Right. Uh, just and again, if you have your tax ID number, you have your your Duns and Bradsheet number, you have things like that to show. If you have proven vendors, which is 
basically like a reference. Right. Um, they're going to look at all of that and they're going to look at the situation and, and take it for what it is. Okay. So you so you don't need the extra stuff. That's basically just like. Uh, so what about like when it comes to like the for like Mercedes specifically when mm-hmm. it comes to credit? You know, what you need to be around. No, not exactly because it's it's just a, like about buying a car. You can be you can be a five fifty credit score and still get approved. You know, it all just, you know what I'm saying? It all just speaks on on the, the type of car that you're buying, the type of equitable position. If you're putting money down, um, you can't roll over negative equity into a bad situation, you know, until, you, until you're already financing more than what you probably, you know what I'm saying, qualify for. Um, <clears throat> but if anybody's a, a, a 650 and above, right. chances are it's, it's, it, you're going to be approved. Uh, it's just a matter of the car. Got you. So have you seen a difference in, okay, let's say, I get a car strictly my business name versus I get it my business name, but I'm the PG. Have you seen the differences in uh, in interest rates? Not so much. Okay. Um, right now, interest rates all across the board are up, mm-hmm. and that goes from you know personal or to even commercial rates. Everything is up right now. I'm seeing an average of eight nine percent, and these are for even clients that have seven eight hundred credit scores. Dang. Right, and so I'm seeing a lot of that, yeah. um, and so really. As long as you can you can back that up and you're in you're in an equitable position, you know you'll see that you can get a better tier, you can get a better rate. You know it's not always about the score or being the guarantee. It's just more so about the position that you're in. Got you. Can you? I've been hearing a lot about tiers. Can you explain like tiers, like what that exactly means? Right, right. So for instance, um, again speaking on Mercedes Benz in, in particular, there's four tiers that they'll approve you on. Okay. Tier one is the best, right? Tier two, obviously, that's probably uh, mid sixes. Tier, okay. tier threes, low sixes, tier four, probably in the fives or below. Gotcha. Um, you know, and, and like I said, it all, gets, it all speaks on the interest rate that you'll qualify for. Nah, that's crazy. Uh, and then the other flip side is, is the same thing for the process if you want to go by leasing instead of purchasing? Absolutely. So the same. Absolutely. And, and the difference is um, it's not an interest rate when you're leasing. Okay. It's what's called a money factor. And, and the formula is a little different. Now, okay. you know, you can... You can times it. You can times it by twenty four hundred, and it'll convert to an interest rate, and you'll see roughly what it is. Um, it's still high, but, <laughs> but but you'll see it's uh, it converts, and you can you can show the difference. And the difference with leasing is the dollar goes a little further. Okay. So for every thousand dollars that you put down, um, your payment changes about thirty bucks versus conventional financing. It changes about fifteen to seventeen dollars. So that money goes further. Okay. While we're on this, man, can you explain from your perspective? It could be your personal experience or perspective, the benefits of either one. Like, why would you buy over leasing and why would you lease over buy? So if you're going to lease a car, it's because you don't drive a lot of miles, right? It's because you have a basic day-to-day routine. Um, and, and, and a lot of times it's because you want to you want to be able to upgrade every couple of years, right, yeah. when you're ready. And uh, even now more so that there's been a shortage in vehicles, values have went up on cars. Mm-hmm. So even even being in that lease a year, two years you can trade out of that lease and, and have equity, right? Okay. Because you've kept low miles on it, right? <clears throat> so that gives you the option to trade every three years. Um, new, new models come out every seven years. Okay. So that gives you the, you know what I'm saying, the, the trending cycle. Now with financing, if you are driving day-to-day, 50 to 100 miles, if you are, um, you know, if, if, you don't, if you're not good to your car, <laughs> right? If you like yeah. to ding things, right? Um, and then over time, if you if you like to keep your cars, right? If you like to keep your cars, um, and it's because it's not always when you when you finance a, a sixty or seventy two month loan, it's not easy to trade out of in the first year or two. Mm. You got to have equity, right? Right. And statistics show that if you go seventy two month lo- loans, 
you're not going to pay that car down as fast as it's going to depreciate on the market. Right. Right. I think on average, I think vehicles, they say vehicles lose 50% in the first three years of their value. Um, some, some vehicles, luxury vehicles, they lose a smaller percentage versus like Dodge, Nissan, they lose a higher percentage in the first three years. They're losing probably closer to 60%. Dang, <laughs> that's crazy. So we're talking to like, you know, entrepreneurs and business professionals, right? So we try to preach like, you know, get the most bang for your buck, right? So let's say you get a car or you want to get a car in your business name. Um, you don't drive much, but, you know, you want to keep it around for, you know, appearances, you know, client works, et cetera. But then on the flip side, you're like, okay, man, I'm not driving this enough for it to make sense. So then you go back to the, you know, uh, utilizing stuff like Turo, mm-hmm. you know, utilizing Turo, um, uh, maybe even doing some ride sharing, you know, mm-hmm. saying on days off to make sure it pay for itself. Right. With with something like that, that'd probably be better off to buy because you're probably going to drive more, right? Or like, what would you say for somebody who wants to get it specifically for those type of services, like a Turo or, or ride sharing? You know, we were just having that conversation this week. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing a huge influx of that. Yeah. So first things first, if you're going to lease, then you will sign a legal document that says that you cannot use this vehicle mm-hmm. for producing income. And it, that that includes Turo, hire car, ride share, et cetera. Is that something new? As as long as I've been doing it, that's something that I've seen. Okay. Right now, we may gloss over that because you know we like to just sign whatever. We don't like <laughs> exactly. to read terms and conditions. Right. But um, that's something that they will. That's a legal document. Now that's if you're leasing. Okay. You're financing it's your car. You do whatever the hell you want with do it. Do what you want. With right. But I've seen an influx of that, man. I'm seeing guys come in in their business name and they're putting fleets of cars in and they're getting you know, five, six, even 10, 12 cars and they're fleeting them out, hire a car, um, you know, and they're, then they're keeping these vehicles gone. And I had a conversation with one of them recently and I said, you know, what are you grossing? What are you grossing? And they said, okay, well, you know, if I get a Toyota Camry or a Honda Accord and I put it out there on the road, I'm going to charge $400 a week. Mm-hmm. You get $400 a week back on 10 cars. That's four grand a week. It's four grand a week. That's 16, 16 a month. And, 190 something a year. You can check my math on yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. 190 a year. Like that's gross. Yeah. That's a job in itself. That's a, that's a business model in itself. Right. So we're seeing an influx of that. And I definitely see value in that. Mm. I definitely see value in that. If you can do it, if you can pull it off. Yeah. That's what I was going to say, man. So like when you talk about pulling it off, I've heard people go to the lot and leave with two, three cars, four cars at one time. Mm hmm. How was that possible? <laughs> like, how was it possible? They met a salesman. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, are they like when you do that? Kind of talk about the financing process. Is it like are they grouping all the cars together at one time, or are they going no. to different lenders? Like, going to different lenders. Okay, and, and how do you do that all at one time? Like, I mean, I've heard that like, hey, it takes what thirty days for it to hit, so mm-hmm. you could probably mm-hmm. uh, okay. right. So you come in looking for a car, right? Right, um, and we send. We send that deal out to three banks okay. shopping for the best rate, and they all approve you. It's a matter of a point here, a point there. Right. You say, okay, we have this one. Do you or anybody else need a car? Right. It's just a matter of asking that question. Um, it's probably illegal, <laughs> right? Probably. But yeah. to say to say, hey, okay, do you do you need that car? Okay, boom, we're gonna sign you up on on car A. If you need another one, we'll restructure it, send in the VIN number on another one sign you up on that one, you know what I mean? And before you know it, it's just kind of a domino effect. Now, there's some lenders out there, the stipulation of the approval will say, um, first first contract is funds first. 
So that means whatever contract we get first from whatever dealer, that's the one we're going to fund first. Okay. So if a client goes to three dealerships and they try that, and it goes and multiple of those cars go to that same bank. Right. They're going to fund the first one and they'll kick the others. Okay. Right. So you got to use different. Right. Uh, right. I, I had somebody, re, uh, oh, probably about a year and a half ago. Had a year and a half ago. He, he, he did. He did that. Came in. Bought a car for me. I didn't know that he went and did something elsewhere. Mm. But we sent it to a lender and he, he had no recollection of the banks that we were using. Oh, okay. And they and they kicked the contract because the other one was received first. You got you got to be more novel, hey man. Yeah. Do not send this to Bank of America, please. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. It's just yeah. a matter of of managing your business. Mm-hmm. And so I had to make that call, like, fam, bring the car back. Yeah, dang. You know, that's crazy. Um, does it does it hinder or does it benefit you guys when somebody comes in already with their own financing? Do y'all recommend that or do you prefer? <clears throat> so in in today's market, um, it's it's almost like you have to. Okay. Right. So for us, we don't like it because we want to capture the financing. Right, right. But you'd be a fool to refuse that business. Right. Right. Because you still get paid on the car deal. Right. So you so somebody's coming in with a credit union approval and saying, hey, I'm already approved at three point eight or whatever. I'm not going to get in the way of that. Yes. I'm not going to get in the way of you saving money because, fam, it's about to be seven point nine over here. <laughs> right. And Easy. so, and you know, you, if you think about that spread of points, that's probably one hundred dollars in payment. Mm. Right. So why would I get in the way of you saving money? That's, yeah. that's not the business I'm in. Right, right. Right? So, no, uh, nowadays we're seeing a lot of people come in, credit unions, their own financing, and um, Navy Federal. Uh, Navy Federal yesterday was a deal I did. She walked in. She walked in with a check. Yeah, so that's that's what happened to me when I bought mm-hmm. my Tahoe. Um, I had Navy Federal, mm-hmm. and uh, basically I got approved through them, and they gave me the check. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a good salesman like you. The truck was like maybe like 38, you know what I'm saying? My check was for 35. I was trying to finesse it, you know what I'm saying? He did what he could, but like it basically came out to like I think like thirty six five. I'm like, man, let me get the other fifteen. I ended up having to use my credit card for other fifteen. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I still walked off the lot with it. Absolutely, you know and got the interest rate I needed. Uh, but I kind of want to go back because there's some people, you know, they're still building their business, still building their credit as well, so they may not have great credit, but they want to put in their business name. We talked about this offline. They want to put in their business name, but maybe somebody within their team or organization has better credit and they could put in their name, but they still using the business kind of walk us through the process of what that would look like. If you want to use somebody who's maybe not the founder CEO uh, as a PG for, you know, your business uh, car. Right. So let's say that a person on your team isn't the the founder or the CEO or the VP. Let's say they're uh, the director of operations. Right? right. So if they're not legally tied as a registered agent to sign for the business, mm-hmm. then the VP or the CEO or founder, they're going to have to provide a letter on a company letterhead that says, hey, this is John Doe. He is, um, on behalf of me, he's he's authorized to sign for this purchase right. um, on behalf of the company, et cetera, et cetera, right? And um, that person's going to have to provide a driver's license. We're going to have to do, you know, a background check on that person okay. to, to prove they are that person. And then we're going to have to prove that you are you. And um, Like a full background check? No, 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 no. We run we run like a red flag. Oh, okay. Basically, gotcha. name, address. Gotcha. You know, and then we just make sure that it checks out. Make you know you got to make sure you ain't no terrorist and nothing like that. Right, right, right. So um, as long as that checks out, you are the owner of that. Again, we'll do an entity search, proves that you are the person tied to that business, mm-hmm. um, and that person's whatever. They got to provide a business card as well. Got you. Because the bank, these are things. Not us. We're just the middleman. Right. The banks want to see that. Does the uh, does the letter on company letterhead need to be notarized? No. Okay. Does not. Okay. So just to reiterate, uh, I could say my director operate. My director of operations is uh, allowed to make purchase under cosign on mm-hmm. letterhead. 
I sign it, I provide it, we come to the dealership, I give her that, I give y'all that, she provides, you know, her ID, mm -hmm. uh, her driver's license, and then pretty much we're good to go. Of course, you said like articles, incorporation, et cetera. Mm -hmm. but as long as, you know, it comes back that, you know, I'm KG, she who she is, right. we'll be good to go. Right. And a lot of times people may twist that for the credit purpose, but a lot of times the reason we see it is because that person that's getting it for the business is in another state or mm -hmm. they're, they're, out, they're out of town or they're unavailable to come into the dealership sure. and do everything. Gotcha. Um, so so that what, yeah. that's more common. However, that is the, 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 what we're talking about as a thing. Got you. Um, I know this might not be because I know this might not be your department, but what are some things they look wise as far as like businesses to make sure that that business is reliable for it, right? Because I know like let's say you are a business for four years, you got a couple of accounts, but you don't maybe not have like a lot of you know validation within your business saying that like what are some other things they look for to make sure that it can go straight through them without a PG. So again, whenever we whenever we run the entity search, we make sure that you know it's not a. We make sure that it's an active business, right? right? We make sure that you know because it, it'll tell you it's. it's I mean, it's, it's public record. Mm -hmm. It'll tell you that the okay, the company's active or whatever. Or sometimes it'll tell you that oh, it's forfeited yeah, due to not paying taxes or whatever the case may be, right? Um, it's just it's just basic checks and balances, right? We just make sure you are who you say you are. Um, and like I said, and if you've been in business X amount of time, and we have the three or four lenders that provide that, then we then we send it to them and we let them decide. Okay. Nah. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you no. I'm not going to refuse that. <laughs> I ain't stupid, you know? Yeah. Nah, but you, you said earlier you seen people get get deals like at 550. And I know yeah. their interest rate is probably 18. Well, you know, not all, like business rates right now, they, they don't do that. Like, we, okay. if, if you're doing it in a business, like, especially in terms of, like, Mercedes, the highest I've seen is, like, 12%. Right. Um, but if you go to somebody like a Santander who thrives on high interest rates, then maybe so. Nah, but they're going to get that. They're going to get that. What's like the most luxurious business car you've seen purchased like in somebody's business name? Um, Probably probably a G-Wagon. G-Wagon. Probably G-Wagons. Um, the, the GLS 600, which is the Maybach. You oh, know, dang. Towards the end of the year now, we're going we're gonna to get a lot of orders coming in. Mm -hmm. So people are going to come in, buy the Maybach, $250,000. We're just going to just write checks for them. Dang. Yeah. Last list. So you can even place an order for like, uh, for like a next year car, the same mm -hmm. route. So same process. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Uh, nothing deviates from you know standard normal nah, standard price nah, if you're gonna if you're gonna build a vehicle you just put a thousand dollar deposit on it okay and when it comes in i think you have like a week to come get it okay so when you do the financing when it comes like when it comes in you sit down do that part mm -hmm. yeah so for instance i'll know that a truck is coming in with that car <clears throat> a week in advance and i'll say hey hey mr jones or whatever you know hey your car's coming in next week mm -hmm. You want to go ahead and get the approval or, or go ahead and get your financing. Right, right, right. If you got to trade in, go ahead and give me the information. That way when you come in, it's seamless because I don't like spending time with a lot of people. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. It's it's cool. Like, you know, but I don't want to talk about your dog and all that other stuff. So <laughs> come in. Let's handle a lot of business. I'm going to give you the information yeah. and, you know, we move on. Does that $1,000 go towards, like, the, the principal or is that just? Either. Either. either you, I can refund it back to you or you can go towards the car. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let it go back to the car. Yeah. Same as what you yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that, that's cool. So what are some misconceptions that you've seen that, you know, that you could probably talk about before, we, you know, saying we switch it up uh, about, like, purchasing a, a car or any type of assets in a business thing that you feel like you can clear it for people? A lot of times people will call in and say, how much you want down for this car? Yeah. Right? And it's not about the money down. Okay. It's about just the whole situation. Because if you tell me I want to put down zero, cool, that's what I'm going to work with. Gotcha. You know, now if I notice you trading in a car – and you don't have any equity, you rolling over $10,000 on top of the new loan, then we're going to have a conversation. Gotcha. It's going, hey, 
based on everything in this situation, this is what I think needs to happen. But you tell me, you know, and if you tell me, look, I ain't got it, I'm still going to send it to the bank because it's not up to me. I don't make that decision. I'm going to send it to them, let them decide. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it, you may be more at risk, um, but people thinking that you need to put money down, that's not always a thing. Um, people thinking that, um, you know, that, that, that you need to be there all day long. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, as, long as, you, as long as you do your research, you have your ducks in a row, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you come in, you get what you're looking for. Um, you know, we don't, we don't, uh, not everybody can negotiate. Mm. Not everybody can negotiate. So if you have a price in mind, hey, say, hey, this is what I'm looking to pay. Cool. You know, again, at the end of the day, it's all a conversation. Right, right, it's right. all a conversation. You know, you, you're dealing with a real person. So you, you ask that person the questions, you know, just whatever. You know, you just, you, you take care of yours and we'll take care of ours. Um, but, but on the day-to-day, man, you know, we have, we deal with a lot of people that are unreasonable mm. for, for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, oh, well, my car is worth this. <clears throat> yeah, if you sell it outright, it might be. Yeah. But you trade it into the dealership. And we go off of we go off a of wholesale value. Gotcha. Right? We go off the wholesale value. And so that says in the event that we have to sell it to the auction, then we're not gonna lose money. Gotcha. So, you know, we in, we that's that's the business we in. Yeah, you gotta gotta protect your side. Absolutely. Too. You know what I'm saying? I think that's uh I think people make the process more difficult on themselves. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like I like for me, when I know I just like I know what I want. Mm-hmm. So I go in and I'm like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. So I'm looking to spend. Where can we meet in the middle at? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I might lose a little. They might lose a little. But if we meet in the middle, it's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's really it. Just go in, knowing what you want, have everything lined up. Um, I, I ain't gonna lie. I have been before when I was younger. Like, man, I want this. I want this eclipse. I want this Mitsubishi eclipse. It left with a galant. <laughs> <laughs> But you, but you know, it's like, it, it speaks on, you know, like, again, like, when we ask those questions, right? Like, yeah. all right, boom, we're going to send this to the bank. And it's not always no. It's not always no. Okay, we may not give you 50000 We may only want to give you thirty five. Right. So then that means we got to have a conversation about cars that are, that are 35000 mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. know I know there's, there's that running joke, like, people go in there looking for a Camaro, leave out with a Chevy Cruze, <laughs> right? And, and that is yeah. the thing, you know, because sometimes people feel like, well, I'm here. I, I might as well get a car. I was gonna leave with something. And I always, man, listen, I'm not twisting nobody's arm. Right. I'm not, I'm not hiding your keys from you. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing none of that, man. We having a conversation. I'm saying, hey man, look, this is this is what's going on. Yeah. This is what they're saying. This is what we can do. So you tell me what you want to do, and man, I'm I'm gonna work for you. Do you have like is there like a, a formula people could look at? So for example, like you said, you know, a thirty five thousand dollar cars, somebody might end up getting even though they want a fifty, right? Let's say somebody with Mercedes, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? With the bottom line is with a C class, you say? Uh, right now it's probably the the A class, GLA, and that's <clears throat> that's like the least expensive ones. Okay, and that's what like thirty five. You said about yeah, 30? thirty eight to forty grand. Thirty eight to forty. Okay, so let's say you know somebody really has in mind like an E class was it like sixty, sixty mm-hmm. seven? Okay, sixty. Is there a formula that says if you have a business, how much revenue you need to make to be able to afford a sixty thousand dollar loan? Not exactly. Not exactly, but I mean, I guess you could say that um, in terms of debt to income okay. is concerned. You know, they're going to look at your mortgage amount. They're going to look how much you're bringing in monthly. Mm-hmm. You probably need to be making more than you probably need to. You probably need to be making enough to where whatever that payment is going to be, okay. it's it's under twelve percent. Okay, twelve percent of that. So you you need to be like, all right, that's that's what they're going to figure that you can afford for a payment. And depending on how good your credit is, they may go up to like fifteen percent. That what they'll allow you. Um, but let's say if you make, you know, if you make $10,000 a month, you know, 
$1,200 a month. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So something like that. And, and so, um, you know, and it, and it varies. So mm. on a smaller scale, if you're buying a $20,000 car with bad credit, they're going to want you to finance 80% of that. 80% of that is 16000 Okay. So that means you got to have either $4,000 down. I get you saying. Or you got to have a trade-in, or we going to have to discount it for a grand. Uh, I can tell you right now, fam, <laughs> I ain't discounting for a grand. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just, again, it's all a conversation, man. I see. That makes sense, then. That right. makes sense. So that's why they're like, hey, you need a down payment. You're going to put out of pocket. What else can you add to this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dang. That's a gem right there. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a gem right there. Uh there's also, I don't know why, but it's also like Mercedes always comes off like as one of those cars that, like a preferred vendor, I would say, for people to buy a car in their business thing. Like, why does Mercedes have that reputation of like, we're one of the best when it comes to purchasing cars on your business? Well, it's just luxury. Mm-hmm. It's just luxury and it's just easy to deal with. You know, you understand. The process it's, process is easy, right? Yeah, the process is easy. And, you know, it's just, it's just um, you know, the guaranteed, the guaranteed retention. Like, we always, we always have clients that come back to it because leasing is so heavy. So that's why. So so people are putting it in a business name because they're trading every year and they're 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 writing off that difference. And so that's why. That's why. Just mainly mainly because of the leasing aspect. And um sometimes, you know, people just got a got a wife that just got expensive taste. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So No, no, that's real quick. And last question before we switch we switch gears. Mm-hmm. So this is relationships with money, right? So, you know, being in the car business for, you know, fifteen years, man, you you've seen a lot when it comes to financing, money, uh, credit. Good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For you personally, what's your relationship like been with money like since you've been in the business or, you know, even in general? Like, do you have a positive relationship with it? Is it negative? And how do you nurture it? Like, how do you keep, you know what I'm saying, your relationship with money? Man, so early on, especially in the business, I yeah. struggled. I struggled. I was, I was still really young. You know, I, okay. I struggled and I was, you know, making however much a week and I was just spending it, thinking like, yeah. oh, I get paid again next week. I get it back. You know, right? I get yeah. it back. And so then over time, as I started to make more and then they, I would get paid bi-weekly and then, you know, obviously having, having a child and, and understanding that, you know, as you grow, you, you want to keep things, you know what I'm saying? You want to, you want to be able to play forever. Right. Yeah. And so uh, just as you get older, it's, it's new levels. It's just, it's just new levels to it, you know, and just the more you make, the more they take, you know, that whole saying, yeah. uh, you got to be able to keep it. You got to be able to put some up. You got to be able to pay yourself. And uh, you got to be able to be able to treat it like it's not going to be here forever. Not facts. You know, and so that's that's more so what it's about, you know, um, and anybody around you, around me and my, my media circle to tell you I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap now, you know, yeah. like I, I'll, I'll go home before I go eat something for lunch. You know what I'm saying? I just go to the house and grab something like it's just uh, I just prefer it that way. Nah, I prefer it that way. I be I, I prefer being able to go buy something when I when I want. Exactly. Nobody want to uh, have to check their account every time they got to make a purchase. Yeah. I don't want to go back to that. Yeah, it's just uneasy, man. It's <laughs> uneasy. Definitely easy, man. I appreciate your time, J.D., mm-hmm. for this special edition of Cosign Conversation Relations with Money Podcast. Y'all stay tuned for our next conversation.